From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. And that would be the beautiful Hill Country for those of you in Petaluma. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Had a little rain here this morning, but Rain Angels are having lunch and they'll be back. We're going to have a good show for you right now. We are live here on the 20... Uh, no, the 30th. Who to thunk it? The 30th of August, 2022. This is uh, OneRadioNetwork.com. Tomorrow, we have um, Martin Armstrong. Martin Armstrong is one of the all-time cool uh, financial analyst gurus ever. And he's going to be here tomorrow. It's always fun to talk to him. And that'll be tomorrow at noon. And then also tomorrow, Sean Stone. Uh, you may know Sean. You don't know Sean? We were having trouble and my geek called me back. God love him. Sean Stone, uh, Sean's father, if you don't know Sean, is Oliver Stone. And you know Oliver Stone, the great director, movie producer guy. Sean is doing all kinds of cool things himself. Uh, and uh, we will talk to him tomorrow. And then uh, Martin Armstrong. Sorry for the delay with getting to our guest. Uh, we have the Beagleson boys. These gentlemen, boys, gentlemen, they um, are the sons of Harvey Beagleson. We had Dr. Harvey Beagleson on our show several times. Dr. Beagleson was a pioneer in the world of holistic medicine. He authored the groundbreaking Brown Hello groundbreaking books. Holographic blood and doctors are more harmful than germs. You think both brothers are brothers are international speakers, holistic wealth, uh, wellness coaches, educators for the Beagleson Academy. Adam and uh, Josh have uh, uh, two different uh, kind of jobs as they go along in their company. Three different jobs or whatever. And we're going to talk to them now and say hello. And if I can do this with hi guys hi hi hey hey hola como esta muy bien grazie 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 prego Um, (laughs) uh, josh is in the middle and adam's on the right so your dad did this work uh looking at the blood for how long did he do this that's a good question. He looked at the blood, oh, over 25 years. He was doing the terrain type work for almost 40 years, but working with the microscope for over 25 years. Is that right, Josh? Yeah, I would say early, early, probably super early 90s. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, probably close, close, probably close to 30 years. Mm-hmm. But explain, explain exactly what Dad was looking at when you looked at the blood. How did you do it? How did he do it? And how do you guys do it today? Nope. Go nope. ahead. I'm I can do it. I got, I'm yeah. going. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Just jump in. Go jump in. Morning. So, Dad initially was an eye surgeon. He was a trauma surgeon. Uh, he was a Vietnam surgeon, and he he saw some lies in government experience as far as Vietnam was concerned. No, come on. And no, that, no, that's not true. Well, and initially before that, even medical school, he was funny because he went to medical school and he would ask questions and they would tell him, read the book. Mm -hmm. And he would say, I think the book is wrong. Um, He was a really unique guy. He was very, very high functioning. And he told us that in medical school, the first year they taught him what a normal body was, the second year what an abnormal body was, but they never taught him how one became the other. How did we actually get sick? Mm -hmm. 
So in his journey, he was he was doing his life. He was in his 30s. He was a rich eye surgeon. He had everything he'd ever wanted, and he was near suicidal. Wow. He was not helping people. Yeah. Mm. And he had a person come into him that was interested in his a consultation. Dad recommended surgery because that's what he was taught. Mm-hmm. And the person mm-hmm. said, no, thank you. I'm going to go check something else out. And whatever went on, the person got better. They did some type of alternative therapy. So dad, as a scientist, wanted to know about this procedure that worked. Mm-hmm. So he found out about it. He learned. And then someone else came into him with the same issue. And dad was really excited. So he did this new procedure and fixed the person. And that person had been to five other doctors that could not help her. And she was so excited, she went to all the five doctors and said, I'm better, I'm better, Dr. Biggleson fixed me. And every one of those doctors turned dad into the medical board. Whoa. Okay, they didn't care the person got better. They were only interested in the ego experience that they didn't do the job, and what did this guy do? So dad started to look into a different world of an alternative way to help people. Long story short, he found the ARE clinic in Arizona, uh, an Edgar Casey clinic. And dad's very, he's very math-minded. So for him to go into this other world of psychic-type stuff, you knew there had to be some science to it. Yeah. Um, but at one point in time, uh, I got sick. I was about to go to college. I had a week. I was going away to college in a week, and I got mononucleosis so bad I was showing minor signs of hepatitis. And dad was freaking out. He didn't know what to do. Family is not easy to work with as a doctor. <clears throat> he found uh, Dr. Friedrich Plog. He found a German doctor on an Indian reservation in Arizona that did the microscope work. Wow. And this guy actually flew in the Luftwaffe. So you have my dad, who's the, the Jewish guy from Brooklyn, <laughs> New York, working with the ex-Nazi. Right? <laughs> That's great. Uh, I get chills when I think about this. Um, but this guy looked at my blood with the microscope. Yeah. He saw things that made sense. Uh, he did a treatment dad had never seen before, and my case changed overnight. Really? So dad said, you wow. need to come work with me. Yeah, my white cell count went down. I went to college. Everything was like this miracle. So dad brought this German doctor into his clinic and said, you're going to work here. And and then uh, who started coming in, Josh? Uh, like Farrah Fawcett and Ryan O'Neill came into the office and like the cast of Dallas because they were all following this German guy. Oh. They knew about him. Wow. His regenerative medicine. Yeah. So this was dad's introduction to the microscope. And it was interesting too, Patrick. He got, at one point, this guy went back to Germany when the Berlin Wall came down to find his family. Mm-hmm. And we don't believe in coincidences. Another German doctor walked into the office, Silke Friedrich. We don't know who she is, where she's from. And she walks in. She's four foot tall with high heels and a cape and big red hair and a diamond-encrusted cigarette holder. I love the case. She says, I am here. I am here. She was, I mean, Dad's, our life has been a a trip and a half. But uh, she did the microscope work, same thing. And Dad watched her do this and did not believe it. Like for a year, he watched this woman looking into the microscope and seeing people's root causes. You know, uh, and you know, you you knew Dad. Dad was a a tough guy. He he was very skeptical and he was very science-driven. So, long story short, I got sick, he found the microscope, and our lives were never the same. Um, so, um, there's so much here because we think of blood work as, you know, your A1C is 12 and whatever, you know, your cholesterol is this number, that, that kind of blood work, right? This blood work, you actually 
well, explain what it is. You're looking at a, at a, at, well, explain it, because I don't really get it. But the idea <laughs> of holographic blood, it's, it's looking at the whole body in a holographic kind of a, and I would say spiritual way, because I believe this whole thing is just a hologram. My, I think physical reality is a hologram, but, you know, don't go by me, because I'm crazy, you know. But I, I think it's just all, I just think it's all, it's all a dream. But go ahead. So does, so does the blood, is it, tell, tell me about it. <laughs> tell about the blood, Josh. Tell me about the blood, Josh. Yeah. Um, yeah, when we look at the blood, you know, we take just a drop of blood. Mm-hmm. I never understood why they needed a whole vial of blood um, to see what was going on in there. But we take a drop of blood, we put it under the microscope, mm-hmm. and you've got your basics in there. You've got your red blood cells, your white blood cells, uh, your platelets, your plasma activity. Um, so there, there's an overall picture that you're seeing when you're when you're looking into the blood, and it's a direct view into what's going on with you internally. All right, so it gives us a very real time view of what's going on. So in that moment in time, too, right, Josh? Not necessarily what was yesterday or tomorrow right now right it's showing us who we are right now but things from our past will show up in there huh right so we'll, we'll, we'll see injuries and i'm sure adam at some point we'll have some pictures up and we can start to walk okay. through kind of things that we do see in there because we do see a lot a lot of different things in there so we see the basics in there um then we'll see images in there that couldn't possibly be in your blood we take a drop of your blood from your, your finger so it's capillary blood so only one red cell can go through it at a at a moment in time, but we see these structures that are much bigger than red cells in there. Now there's something out there called live blood analysis, which uses a similar microscope, very very different interpretations than what we actually do. Mm-hmm. But we try to distance ourselves as much as possible from what they are doing. Yeah. So they'll call these images artifacts, like it's just dirt in the slide. But that dirt in the slide might happen to match an, an anatomy book. It might happen to you know, be a perfect kidney or a perfect broken bone. So these are messages that your body is telling us. And it's showing us the areas that need attention. It's showing us where the energy is weak. You know, and Adam can kind of get into how, an, a, holog- how a hologram is created. Um, well, it's, a- it's actually simple. It's, it's very similar to echolocation. So, you know, if the bat throws out its sonar and it bounces off a disturbance field, then we get an imprint of that disturbance field. And that's what our microscope does. So our microscope splits the beams. So we can see these images in the blood that you can't see with a normal microscope. Um, so when dad was being taught it, he really didn't believe what he was seeing. Silka would look at the microscope and she would say to the person, when did you break your arm? And the client would say, I didn't tell you I broke my arm. How did you know that? You know, and, you know, dad, you know, he, she'd make dad look in the microscope and there'd be a perfect image of a broken arm. So right in the blood, him, it literally an image like a, yeah. wow. I know. Yeah, we'll we'll show, we'll show you. I'm sure okay. Adam's got some pictures here at some point that okay. we'll be able to we'll be able to show you because it's 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 hard to argue with when you actually see the images that actually match the anatomy books. You know, for me, it's funny. Dad said it was health is simple because even I can figure it out. <laughs> right? There was no there's no formal training. I just kind of grew grew up in this. You know, and we were on it was Andy Kaufman's show, and he asked when did we first get into working with the train, and we had to think about it. And we realized we never knew any different. This is just something that we grew up with. You grew so, up looking at the body as um, the where disease is, is created in in the terrain in the terrain. It's all yeah. It's all about the terrain. The germ is the germ is says nothing. The germ doesn't cause disease. The germ is there reacting to your environment. Um, so we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into that yeah. a little bit later. But yeah, the blood was showing the root cause, and the root cause 
of your issues is not a germ, <laughs> right? right? It's not a parasite. These things are there to help you, and they're reacting to what's going on in your body internally. Oh, you're such so a communist I, talking like this. I mean, come on. <laughs> It happens, you know. I know. You know it's, well, saying, it's, yeah. Isn't it, you know, it's. go ahead. I was going to say, it's really interesting, and it's, it is very simple. It's, Dad would say it's so simple that even Josh can do it. Um, <laughs> but it's the way we look at things, and we've never yeah. been taught differently. Yeah. Like Josh didn't go to medical school, so he would have had to unlearn all this stuff. Uh, but the simple idea of everything in the body has its own frequency, vibrates at its own frequency. All matter vibrates at different frequencies. So in the body, everything is like this perfect symphony. If something is out of balance, then it changes the frequency, and that creates a disturbance field. So like Josh said, what a hologram is, when you're creating a picture of a hologram, you're basically taking a picture of a disturbance field. You're splitting beams, our light, our microscope splits the light, and we're able to visibly see this interference field, and it does, like Josh says, matches the anatomy books. I mean, some of the pictures are very hard to question. And what it is, is the body telling you what it needs. You know, we're all trying to be very conscious and pay attention to what's going on in our bodies. Mm -hmm. And if you listen, we just talked to Bear Lando recently, and we said, oh, yeah, terrain. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's awesome. And he said, listen, if you start to listen, you understand. You know, Dad would say, we're not separate from nature. Man thinks we're separate. We're part of nature. So the blood for us is very simple. It's the blood telling us what the body's concerned about. Josh and I have looked at our blood so much, we don't do that often because we know our bodies now. And it comes down to Rudolf Steiner's four bodies. We have physical, we have the energetic, the emotional, and the spiritual. Mm -hmm. And if there's an imbalance in any one of those four, it affects all of the other ones. So like you said, spiritual, I mean, the beliefs, if we don't believe we can get better, we can't help you. You have to believe you can be Isn't that fascinating? There's just no way you can get better if you don't believe you can. Because that's a th yeah. thought which is in the body when you're thinking it, you know. It is in there, and it's in there until you say, no, I can't get better, and then it's not there. Right, wow. right. And thoughts are energy. And there's even been studies, Dad talked about, uh, developmentally disabled amputees. And they would keep having to refit the prosthetic limb because the limb was growing back. Okay, until they told the person that wasn't possible. And it stopped growing. And then it stopped. Yeah. So the mind is a big deal. Dad, I think his conclusion was everything was a thousand percent emotionally triggered. So the emotions are such a big deal. And Western medicine physicians are not interested in the emotional yeah. experience. We're emotional beings. And that's, Dad saw that in the blood. You know, with Dr. Emoto's work, what Dr. Emoto did with the water, what we didn't know was he tried to do it with the blood first. He was trying to show us how emotions affect us. And when he found out about Dad's work, he was thrilled because we see emotions in the blood. And emotions, we talk about pH. Dad was very famous for his cancer work. Cancer is what we call a real diagnosis, okay? There's a lot of BS diagnoses out there. But cancer is very real. And Dad's determination was it was a mold, all right? And a mold has to do with a certain pH environment and a lack of oxygen. And what has to do with pH more than your diet is your attitude. Hmm. There's a Dr. Issels that was here in Mexico, and he would put a pH meter in someone's, in the arm, and the vein, and say, oh, I don't, the results of the, don't look good today, and their pH would spike. Just from and a little bit of fear or angst. 
Yes, yeah, well, you got well, it. Well, that's, that's sorry. I'll just jump in real quick there. Yeah. Um, that there's a lot of confusion over pHs out there. Everybody's radically changing their diet to alkaline-based diets and things like that. And in actuality, your diet con contributes very little to your actual pH. It contributes about two to five percent to your pH. It's your kidneys and lungs that control your pH, right? So this is where we delve deeper into it. It's it's the emotion associated with your kidneys and lungs that's controlling your pH. So it's your fear Whoa. and your grief or, or your sadness that's controlling your that's pH. controlling the pH, not that you're drinking green juices or alkaline water or anything like that. Right. right. And even dad, you know, like Adam said, dad was really known for his cancer work. And every single one of his cancer cases, not just some, but every single one of his cancer cases had highly alkaline blood. Alkaline blood. They were all alkaline. So 75755 and higher. And if you got, the, and we're talking about the blood pH here. So this is a big, big difference mm -hmm. out there, right? People are taking their urine pH and thinking they're acidic, but if your if your blood is alkaline, it's dumping acidic waste. So they're they're, they're testing their waste products. So we're specifically talking about the blood pH. The blood pH. And anytime you got the yeah, anytime you got the blood pH under seven three five, cancer couldn't exist and it died all over the body. So mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 about the exact opposite of what you hear out there. So well, what happens? Pretty much everything is these days, right? If whatever you hear, then it's usually yes. the opposite. Right? <laughs> it's the truth. Yes. Dad said, if you do the exact opposite of what most doctors say, you might get better. You might get better. <laughs> wow. Yeah, people that disagree over 100, they did a study, they don't go to the doctor. That's something they have in common. So that's yep. curious yeah. about, your dad found that, um, uh, that there's a more alkaline blood in, in when there's cancer cells growing or doing their thing. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. one of those things, but it was every single one of his cases, hmm. right? So it wasn't random. We've got traditional doctors we know in Mexico. So just to confirm it, a couple of years ago, we asked them, you know, your cancer cases, hmm. what, what's their blood pH? And they all said highly alkaline. Wow. Now, our blood's supposed to be slightly alkaline. Our blood is supposed to be more towards the alkaline level, right? But when right. we get highly alkaline, then we've got a more cancerous environment. So what happens is the body gets stressed. We go into sympathetic mode. Yes. Right? And now our cells become acidic, right? So this is where this is where the confusion comes in. Our uh -huh. cells become acidic, and they put out alkaline waste. Why are they so doing that? Why are they pooping that's, alkaline? That's just the way the body reacts. This would be a great question for Dad at that point yeah. in time. So I see. Um, so stress <laughs> will make the the cells acidic. Then they mm -hmm. then they erupt or eject alkaline. Ah, yeah. so that's and why the alkaline thing in the cancer. That's work. why the blood is. Exactly. And people don't, a lot of people don't realize that your blood is 55% plasma. So your red cells are, you know, uh, 40, 45% and, you know, other cells are involved there too, but your blood is more than half plasma. So it's like, we call it your river of life. The red cells are flowing in the river, hmm. right? So although the red cells are acidic, your river, your flow is alkaline. So your environment is alkaline at that point in time. The terrain, we have to use this word terrain, the terrain, so I kinda, it's the terrain I, paradigm. I kind of <laughs> missed you there, Josh. So 55% of the blood is plasma, which is red blood cells? No, no. red blood cells make up about what? 44% I think of your blood. Okay. 50, 55% of your blood is plasma. What's plasma? It's our Ooh. river of life, the way I put it. So it's just it's like the liquid it's that a the fluid cells are in. that the cells are yeah. in this fluid, right? Yes. And then, how does that relate to what we call the terrain? This board that's all over the place now. There you go. So, um, it, uh, it, go for it. Ed. Yeah. The terrain is basically everything. 
the terrain is my environment. It's what's going on outside. It's the air. It's the the heat that's happening. It's the season. Uh, it's where I'm at in the world. It's what's going on inside of me mm. and outside. Of me. That's it's our terrain. That's in and our relationships. Yes. Everything. That's our terrain. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. So it's much more than what people think terrain meaning. It's much more than just the the surface of the insides of your body. Yes, we are not just this biochemical experience. We are emotional, we are energetic, we are spiritual. Yes, you got it. And we're affected. I mean, you can feel anger radiating off someone. You don't have to talk to them. Energy is very real, you know, and the thing is entrainment happens. So fear is fight or flight. And right now the whole world is in fear for the last two years of all this ridiculousness. Yeah. So you do not heal. It's keeping health simple is what dad did. It's the KISS principle. Keep it simple and sustainable. Okay, simply we are either in fight or flight, sympathetic or parasympathetic, rest and recuperate or fight or flight. So when you're afraid, you cannot heal. And the whole world is afraid right now. This is a perfect recipe for illness and sickness. Your neighbor is afraid. Oh, and they come to you and there's fear. And my friends, you know, luckily, Josh and I, we do live in a world that's a little different. We live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. There are alternate realities and parallel universes. You know, yes, there are. None of this <laughs> exists. Yeah, it's very interesting. I have friends in Seattle and they can't talk about these things because mm-hmm. it's so intense there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I moved to Mexico. It's great. But the terrain is all of this not just the biochemical experience. So when Josh is talking about red cells, the red cells are in the plasma. The plasma is the river. It's the liquid that these things are flowing through. So that's what's making up a lot of this experience. You know, we're, how much liquid are we? We're like a big bag of jello, basically. And we're affected by all this vibration and all this emotion. Our structure is the supportive framework for our energetic flow. So our car needs to be aligned. Our terrain can be structurally altered. And if the structure is out of alignment, it affects the energy flow. And the energy flow can then affect the emotions. Chinese medicine associates each organ with a different emotion. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's say you have a liver issue. Uh, you want to, You come to us, we, you have a liver issue. What's the cause of this? We look at the blood, we see the liver. We see other things as well that are pieces to the puzzle. One picture in the blood is just one piece of you. So when we look at your blood, we look at the whole drop several times. We want to see the whole person. And as we look at the liver and these other clues, the liver can be a result of the structure of the body out of alignment, putting pressure on the liver. How many times people have come to us, they've been to all the heart specialists and all the kidney specialists around the world. No one can help. We look at the blood. We don't see those kidneys or hearts. We see the structure is out of alignment. The we actual, you're talking about chiropractic uh, spine and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll show you some pictures that are their bones in the blood. Um, <laughs> but you align the body. The body is saying the bone is the issue. And we just interviewed an osteopath. Dr. Steve Davidson is awesome in Phoenix. And he said, you step on a cat's tail and the cat screams. Where do we put our attention? Where the noise is coming from or where the pain started, where everything actually started? So your liver issue can be the result of misalignment. The liver issue can be an anger issue. Mm-hmm. If you've got a lot of anger going on in your life. Dad found all his liver cancer patients were so angry. Mm-hmm. All his lung cancer patients had so much grief. grief yeah. And you could trace it back to this conflict shock like Homer talks about. Something happened traumatic. And then all of a sudden, a year later, cancer is developing in a specific area that's related to an emotional experience. 
The other thing is the energy, teeth. All the acupuncture meridians run through the teeth. So you could have a tooth that's related to the liver experience here and it's affecting the energy. So this is the terrain. You have a liver issue. The liver is the result of some imbalance in your terrain. And your anger could be a result of your relationship or your job, mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so this is, it's really a holistic experience. Man, that's fascinating. Just good stuff, guys. And then, of course, we've tied in so often with the uh, root canals and breast cancer, and that's we've talked about that years ago. I mean, 15 years ago, we were talking to people yeah. that saw that, that connection. And that's just one piece of a whole holographic terrain deal, right? You can, you can zone in and look at root canal and breast cancer and say, okay, well, get the root canal fixed, and the lump will go away. And let's, let's see what happens. See what that's happens. what we always say. Right. Well, yeah. even then, too, if you look at it, is, is everything is emotionally triggered. But when the emotion now becomes physical, we work on the physical. We don't work on the emotional. Right? So we work on the physical. So let's say the person's angry. Um, it's affecting their liver, mm -hmm. which is now affecting them physically. Right. Right? So what we do is we work on them physically. We take pressure off the liver so it can so they can process the anger. Right? Oh, so it, it helps. It helps when you work from the bottom up, too. You, ha you have yes. to treat once the emotion becomes physical you have to treat the physical you know you, you can't just um change your attitude and not do some of the physical work along with it changing your attitude is a big part of it but you still got to align right. the car but if you cleared out all of the anger from a spiritual perspective and you really cleared it out and you're just done cooked i would argue that the liver is going to be able to heal pretty easily and you wouldn't even have to do much but Depending on how right, damaged right. it was in the first place. Depending on, right. on, on the, the damage, right? If, if there's no pressure on the liver, if it's working properly, then it's going to process the emotions. It'll, it'll so do. what happens is we internalize those emotions, we internalize those emotions, now our posture starts to change. Hmm. Maybe we have an injury, okay? Some injuries happen for a reason. That's not an accident when you get injured, right? So now you've got extra pressure on that liver. So now your emotion has become a physical issue. So you have to work on the physical at that point in time while the person is processing the emotions as well. If, if they, you release the physical and the person has the same exact attitude, then the sickness is never going to go never away. Never going to go away. Yeah. So it, it's, it's part of it. It's really what dad used to really talk heavily about it because there was a whole movement about, you know, curing your cancer with a positive mental attitude. And, you know, dad would always say, you know what he tries to, you know what he calls his cancer clients who try to cure their cancer with a positive mental attitude? He calls them corpses. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> which That's is they extreme. only use the positive mental attitude right. yes right you yeah. have to change your attitude which led to the sickness in the first place even with the tooth problem your tooth was weakened in the first place probably from something emotional that was going on sure so you are internalizing the emotions and it weakened the, the meridian to the tooth now you've got tooth problems so you can yank that root canal out at some point in time but if you still have the same attitude then that that area is still going to be an issue and then I can attest to that myself. <laughs> even with the, even when they pull the tooth out. Yeah, I mean, I I had a problem with the tooth on the large intestine meridian, you know, and you know, working with Dad for all those years, I, I didn't know any different. And when the clinic closed in 2014, I went up north and I started working with different practitioners. Um, and after two years of working with these people, I ended up with TMJ. Right, because I just thought you go to your doctor, you get better. This is the way things are done, and I, I didn't see that. And this, this was an alternative doctors, and they were treating everything with an herb or an antibacterial or an antifungal, and just 
I ended up having tooth problems and I would internalize it. I would work with these doctors and I would just sit there and hold it in. Right? So I had a, I had a tooth that had to get pulled. So they put an implant in. Well, then the implant wouldn't stay. The implant got loose and came out. Right? right. So because I was still internalizing those emotions and it took me a couple of years to realize that. So now I've got that space that's full. It's filled, which is great. It needs to have a space there and it needs to have something to stabilize the structure. But I'm working on those emotions I used to internalize and those teeth are doing okay. Right. So there was the energy, the emotional component that weakened it in the first place. And I didn't fix that and the tooth was still a problem. Still right. a problem. Well, and it's important, it's important to say real quick something we usually say in the beginning that I didn't. Um, what we say is a lot of times things people have never heard before. And a lot of times it's the exact opposite of what people have heard before. Yes. But the reality is this is from experience. So this is not what we think. This is what we know from repeated experience. You know, in dad's database, we have over 60,000 images of blood. He did the blood for 25 years and was clinically successful. Um, it was all about seeing the patterns. So when Josh says these things, some of it's a little bizarre. Um, dad's holographic blood book explains a lot of this. And dad was good. He kept things very simple. And what we do is we educate and empower people so they can learn to take charge of their health care. Dad used the microscope as a tool to learn how the body truly works. And the reality is it's not the germ, it's the terrain the germ lives in. So that's that's our whole experience these days. The teeth are a big part of it. Huge. Um, there They're was a really huge. Yeah, right? there was a, a well-known guy dad worked with in Switzerland. He looked at 140. Uh, 50 of his breast cancer patients and 147 of them had a root canal on the same meridian. On, on the breast right. meridian? Yes. The other three women in the study did not have a root canal, but they had an issue with the same tooth. So there was a direct correlation between that tooth and breast cancer. They actually put lidocaine in the area and it went right through the tumor. Now, that doesn't mean if you have a, a root canal on that meridian, you're going to get breast cancer because everyone is so different. We're all unique. 10 people get breast cancer for 10 different reasons, is what dad would say. And that one is a mold. Why is the person moldy? And if you look at the homotoxicology chart, which is a big deal, dad would say, if you're a doctor, you don't know what the homotoxicology chart is, uh, you should take a look at that. And it's very simple how it shows you the progression of disease in different stages. And mm -hmm. cancer is the end stage. And each stage, it's like a pharmaceutical just suppresses symptoms and suppresses symptoms. People feel better, but they're not getting better. And the blood is nice because it shows all this. But the average American's on three to five pharmaceuticals. There's five stages in this chart, or six actually, and the sixth stage is cancer. So it's a perfect recipe. We can see this awesome progression. That's why dad got in trouble too, you know, Patrick, because dad cured cancer and he yelled his like about that. it. Yeah, when he wrote that book, Doctors Are More Harmful Than Germs, they said, shut up. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> he, he always said, you know, he didn't cure anything. Um, he made the body work properly so it could take care of itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh right. Beagleson and Adam Beagleson are here. And uh, we're going to do a little break, guys, okay? And I'll be right back, and then we'll talk some more. And if you all have a question, you all, we, are, we say you all in Texas, if you all have a question, uh, just email me, Patrick, on radionetwork.com or you can call 888-663-6386. Fascinating that stuff. We have two more days if you'd like to get our sauna on special sale. We have a, a, a really great price of 
uh, day in and day out, everyday kind of low price thing that they don't allow us to put in print. But you can um, you can now today and tomorrow get it for eleven ninety five. We did a little fall thing and sold a few. So if you'd like to get it for the, I think the cheapest, uh, cheapest, that's not a good word, the least expensive you can ever going to get it, $1,195. You can just email me uh, between now and tomorrow night, and you'll get it for, uh, that'll be Wednesday night, uh, you can get it for $1,195. It's a great sauna. It's a really, uh, it's, uh, it's made in, um, let's see, it's made in Taiwan at a medical university in Taiwan and if China doesn't go in and take over Taiwan maybe we'll still have them <laughs> I shouldn't even say that out loud I can't believe I just said that anyway it'll be fine it'll be fine uh, but uh, here's uh, here's a little bit on the sauna previously with Dr. Thomas Rao the Pericles Medical Clinic in Switzerland their specialty is detoxification we asked him about far infrared saunas the far infrared sauna goes much deeper into the skin subcutaneously. It has its maximum about four to five centimeters below the skin surface. You've actually measured materials in the sweat and you've proven this. Yes, the, the patients after a week doing this every day, half an hour or 45 minutes, they react quite much with sweat. Then you can collect this sweat. Then you measure this and then you find how much they detoxify with the heavy metals. It's really amazing. Really is quite amazing. I mean, and then uh, there's a lot of work being done with um, the saunas and the cardiovascular system with Rhonda Patrick. You can see that video on our sauna page through One Radio Network. So that's a cool thing. And uh, um, you sweat and it's like you're exercising and your heart and everybody's happier and your blood, you know, everybody's happier. These are great. Let me know if you want one. It's uh, oneradionetwork.com. And, but the, the email to get this on a, is patrick at oneradionetwork.com. And talk about something that helps the body to just get stronger and work better without trying to kill something that we don't want to do anymore because we, now we know that's just a, a big lie is uh, hydrogen. Recently, Dr. Al Dannenberg who's healing from cancer, said this about hydrogen. Can I interject one thing? Whatever you want. Just about molecular hydrogen. It is an amazing technology or research. It's got over 15 years of clinical studies. It is part of my protocols. I use molecular hydrogen in high concentration. I use it in water. There are great studies with all kinds of diseases, like some of the doctors that were on your commercial that were speaking. Without a doubt, it is the best discriminating antioxidant around, and it is all biologically normal. Our body uses hydrogen for almost every metabolic pathway. There is interesting research for cancer patients with molecular hydrogen, there is a very strong indication that it can be beneficial. So I use it. You know, cancer Hmm. is a disease of metabolic dysfunction and mitochondrial dysfunction. 
That's fascinating technology. We've been using ours for three years now. If you'd like to get one, go to oneradionetwork.com, use promo code oneradio for a 20% discount, lifetime warranty, one year, no questions asked, money back guarantee for one year. Promo code oneradio, 20% off hydrogen browns gas machine right now on oneradionetwork.com. Yeah, it's really pretty terrific. And, uh, you know, the lifetime warranty and the one-year money-back thing, you know. I mean, that's totally out of control. Ah, totally out of control. I'm just getting my... my earphone thing tied up in my chair. Oh, I'll get it after we go back with the boys and figure it out. Uh, what did I have to do? just got lost my train of thought here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just this one. I uh, just a qu- quick little uh, plug here for this uh, really terrific product. It's called Bio Superfood, and uh, it was uh, um, invented by a actually a, a Russian fellow, and the Russian government got together and they wanted to have Dr. Michael Kiriak produce a, a microalgaes that were just like really good combinations, and they funded it with billions uh, of dollars, and it was in Russia and they were using a, a um, kind of a, an enclosed thing with water 1,200 feet deep and getting this pristine water and coming up with all these different microalgaes that are uh, very, very powerful. This is a food. This is not trying to kill something or change anything. It's just a food. And there's billions of microalgaes, um, bio superfood, and it's on our website on One Radio Network. I think you'll like it. Uh, it's just a really great... Uh, food that you can add to your to your food 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 know the source on one radio network sorry I'm a little brain dead here because I don't normally do this three three show thing so I'm trying to find my way we're with the Beagleson chaos it's chaos Josh and 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 Adam Beagleson we like chaos on the Beagle and it's Beagleson Academy right Beagleson Academy I think I have a picture or of uh, oh you saw the thing Beagleson Academy you know the more we look at this and we'll get in some of your photos now but the more we look at it guys you know with this whole thing with uh, this whatever this thing was I don't even know what to call it over the last three years I don't even think there's a name for it, you know. Uh, personally, I think it was a psychological operation, but that's just me. Um, uh, but we don't really, do we ever really want to try to go in the body and kill anything? Like a parasite or a virus or a bacteria? No. We don't really want to, do no. we? We don't need to, do we? No, no, no. no it's, it's really, a, it's very simple. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, it's kind of been one of those things you know dad did some work with emoto in the past and we worked a little bit with michiko hayashi who does the emoto peace project and so we're very aware of how words are our power so part of my tmj um being up in the seattle area was listening to all these practitioners using things that they labeled antibacterials and antifungals and antiparasitics and they were herbs well, that's not the way nature works right nature doesn't work in anti nature works and evolves through symbiosis Right, so I actually believe that they're weakening the energy of the herb by calling it antibacterial before they even put it into their bodies. 
That's the, that's the oh, you mean when out. they call it an antifungal or antiparasite, they're weakening the nature yeah. of the herb? I, that, that, that's what I believe, because nature evolves through symbiosis. That, that's that's Jean-Baptiste Lamarck, right? Where we evolve through symbiosis, we don't evolve, as Darwin says, as survival of the fittest, right? We live in a, a society that's, you know, survival of the fittest. So we've got wars on drugs, wars on cancer, wars on terrorism, mm-hmm. and that's not the way we evolve. We evolve through symbiosis. What does symbiosis so, yeah. mean? Uh, explain that. What does that mean? Yep. Adam, you want to go sure. on there? You can leave the yeah. same. Sure. Yeah. yeah. This is what we get with the with Lamarck is a parasite attaches to a host and the host has to adapt. Otherwise, it'll die. So this is symbiosis. Nature is very symbiotic. Uh, we're living together symbiotically. So it's a cooperative experience, basically. And if I can do, Patrick, um, I'll give you... As, what we, as we do what we do, we're here to educate and empower people so they can learn to take charge of their health care. And Dad used the microscope as a tool, like I said mm-hmm. earlier, to learn how the body truly works. So this is what Josh and I do now. We consult, we educate. We have our online school of health that we're teaching now, health and wellness, because the idea of us teaching this is if you understand how the body truly works, you don't have to come to us with cancer. All right, Dad worked with a lot of cancer. He was very famous for his cancer work and the, the stuff he did in the 90s. Um, it was not easy work. There's a lot of doctors doing great things with cancer. In Mexico especially, there's many places you can go and they can get rid of your cancer. However, three or four years later, you have a different type of cancer. We see this pattern. That's because they didn't really get rid of the cause. Why did you have your cancer in the first place? So Josh and I are doing two things now. Dad's holographic blood book is awesome. It talks about this work, where it comes from, and it's easy to understand. Anyone can read it. Mm-hmm. Josh and I have the School of Health where we're teaching this stuff as well. So let me give you a quick little lesson. Okay. Let me show you some of the pictures. Okay. Um, if I do the screen share, bum, 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 and okay, doing entire screen, and we'll see what happens here. Okay, share. And do you see my, you see the picture of dad right now with Jonathan there, Wright? I do, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, there's dad and Jonathan Wright. They were good friends, kind of a funny pair there. <laughs> um, here's an old picture that we had of dad with Emoto, which was nice that they got to hang out together for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but our basic experience here, as we look at the blood, this is your blood. Dun, dun, dun. There's a happy white cell over there in the corner. We're looking at the basics initially. The red cells, which are the round circles here, if you can see my cursor at all. Mm-hmm. Um, can you guys see the cursor? Uh, I think so. Can you see my cursor? Okay. Um, red cells, we're looking at the white cells here. The amount of them is one thing. The shape of the red cells tells us a lot. The platelets, these little guys over here about 11 mm-hmm. o'clock. Um, there's one over at 9 o'clock here too. The platelets tell us about the inflammation. The size and shape tells us a lot. Inflammation is how we heal, but when things become trapped, we become inflamed, and then we start to have issues. The other thing we look at are the symbionts, the bions, the endobionts, these little guys moving around. There's no name for them in Western medicine. They call them fat particles. Okay, So this is your basic blood experience. We see things like this, where there's the stacking, the rouleau. However, many people have seen this in relation to what's going on these days. Uh, They ask us the question, so this is something everyone has in the body, on their blood, at the edge of the slides, typically. The red blood cells can be one day old or up to 120 days old. If we see this all over your blood slide, then we know you have an issue. Okay, If we just see it on the edge, it's just the blood starting to break down. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of things where people have been sharing these images, and our response is, we want to see the rest of the blood, 
because we don't believe one picture. Um, we look at the white cells. If there's a high white cell count, that's obvious to us when we look at the microscope this way. Platelets, like I said, they're how we heal. All right? Inflammation is how we heal. When it's trapped, we have an issue. We see platelets that are larger, that means the issue is more acute. Smaller, then the issue is more chronic. So sometimes the, or the platelets actually show up in the shape of an organ, and that lets us know that there's inflammation in that organ. Okay? And this is a giant platelet, so there's a giant area of trapped inflammation in this person's wow. body. If we see that before a treatment, we know there's an area of inflammation that's trapped. If we see that after a treatment, because the blood will change immediately, real time, so when dad had the clinics, we would look at the blood, do a treatment based on what he saw, then look at the blood again. If we saw this after a treatment, we know that we had released an area of trapped inflammation. So this was a good thing. This is the body telling you, okay? This is the body communicating. We'll see debris in the blood, your heavy metal toxins and things like this. We're not interested in what they are. We're interested in why they're there. And the reality is the body should flow, energy flows. If you look at the river and a tree falls on the edge of the river, an eddy forms and debris accumulates. So you can detox that, cleanse it, or you can get rid of the tree. And the detoxes and cleanses are great when they're keeping you at bay when someone can start to figure out where your true root cause is. Where is the issue really coming from? Um, this is just a nice spot of cell, white cells. The activity. Based on those little guys, if there's too many, that tells us the body's working too hard. If there's not enough, then the body needs to be stimulated somehow. So we see a lot about the activity of those little guys. And those little guys have been found to exist in all living things, plant, animal, and mineral. They never die. They help us to create who we are, and they help us to decompose. Okay, this for us is pure life. This is your chi, your prana, the force. Uh, this is Gaston Naissan's dad met with him in Canada, a physicist who isolated one and injected it into a dead rat muscle and 30 years later, that rat muscle was alive in a jar. Whoa. So Dr. Frankenstein is alive and well, right? <laughs> uh, is he still alive, actually? Oh. So pure life. This tells us a lot when we look at your blood. We haven't even looked at holograms yet. That's just one piece of the puzzle. So when people think we're about the holograms, that's just one piece of it, okay? These little guys will morph and adapt based on the terrain. This is called, actually, this is pleomorphism. So your somatids are at the top, and if the terrain is out of balance, they will change into bacteria hmm. and into fungus eventually. Why? To help us. Okay? There's a dysbiosis, an imbalance in the body. And the first thing that the body wants to do here is your, is your process of disease. The first thing the body wants to do is excrete things. That's normal. Sweating. Um, we vomit. We cough. Things like that. But that's not cool. Sweating is gross. So we put on antiperspirant. Then... We have inflammation. This is where things start to become bacterial in nature. I have acne now because I pushed something deeper. The body's trying to sweat stuff out and I didn't let it by the antiperspirant. So inflammation. What's really happening is the symbionts, those little guys, are starting to gather together to create the bacteria to help with the inflammation process. It's a beautiful thing. The body is so amazing what it can do. We just need to support it. If the bacteria thing doesn't work here, the inflammation gets trapped, things start to deposit into the body, then things start to impregnate, eventually things degenerate and de-differentiate. This is breaking down, okay? This is all fungal in nature. This number 10 is what happens to us when we're in the grave, and this is that homotoxicology chart I mentioned. 
Here's our phases, excretion, inflammation. I don't know how good this looks on the video. It's a little bit small, but that's how I can Okay, well, there's there's six, six sections, and those are the phases, okay? Left side, here's skin, the organ system. Sweating is excretion, that's normal. Inflammation is acne, that's what happens next. That's when there's bacteria involved. When things start to deposit and it becomes fungal navi, these are like the little brown spots, the liver spots, the birthmarks. It's starting to, to deposit in a certain area and it deposits wherever the individual is weakest. Eventually things impregnate, now we have allergies, they degenerate, scleroderma, then we have our melanoma, all right? One pharmaceutical, two pharmaceuticals, three, four, five, six is cancer. And this chart works from top left to bottom right. So these things manifest wherever you're weak. If you have got the sweating and you're putting things deeper in the body and you have a lot of grief in your life, then the lungs can start to be affected. Maybe the bronchitis starts to happen. So this is an amazing chart, okay? The pleomorphism, the terrain, the symbionts, they adapt and we start to categorize symptoms based on this. This is the progression of disease. In the blood, we see structural issues. We see bones, things that look like bones in the blood. This is my knee, all right? This is just an air pocket here, but that's my knee in the blood. I mean, that matches an anatomy book here. Someone fell on my knee at a concert. Here's the guy that broke his hand, now that you can tell from this picture, but do you see a hand in the blood here? Yeah. And like Josh said, this is blood from a capillary. So this is physically impossible that this image, if this image is in your bloodstream, you would have a stroke. <clears throat> This is energy physically manifesting once it leaves the body. This is true imbalance. This is your root cause, all right? Here's the x-ray. Air pockets on the side of this one, but you can see the cartilage. You can see the vertebrae here. In the I mean, blood. This is, this is, in the blood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? This picture here, this, is a, this showed up in the blood, this femur picture. And it'll show up in every drop we take. This is the holographic experience until you're fixed, until the issue goes away. Scars are a form of energetic restriction and a physical restriction. We do so much with scars as we see them in the blood. Teeth, we talked about. Look at this. This is a dental implant that showed up in the blood. How? Dad looked at that and he said, it looks like an implant. The person says, yeah, I have an implant that's bothering me. The person at the that's implant That's crazy. Moved, that's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, and crazy is, cool. Crazy. Yeah. So does awesome. that mean, it's, I don't just interrupt for a second. Ahead. Does that mean that that these implants are other than the best choice? Good question. Uh, I had an implant on one side, a bridge on the other side. The <clears throat> implant eventually failed. Some people say the implants stimulate the meridians. Some people say it's invasive. Hmm. It's like six of one, half dozen of the other. So that's an interesting navigation. Yeah. The best thing you can do is take care of your teeth so you don't have to deal with this. Right. Um, but, but the biological dentistry, there's some good stuff going on these days to yeah, help support yeah. the system, definitely. Hmm. Um, but this is, I mean, the pictures get ridiculous for us. It's, we see these things all the time. Emotions, these are worry cells. Some of these look like what people were claiming were graphene, which is not true. Um, hmm. We see older emotions. We're starting to now crystallize things. We've put it away. We're not ready to deal with it. Sometimes they show up in the shape of organs, which lets us know what the emotion is associated with. How do you know, though? I mean, colors. is this uh -huh. just through many, many... Um uh, experiences in many samples that you and your, and your yes. father and then you guys have figured it out that like that's emotional cells if you go back to that one um these these are yes. just wow man it's crazy 
And that's what dad would say. To learn, you look at the blood, you look at the person. You look right. at the blood, you look at the person. You look at the blood. If you have a microscope, you have a good day, you look at your blood. You have a bad day, you look at your blood. You bump your head, you look at your blood. Hmm. You know, and this is what he did. 60,000 images. That was when we had the data going. Since then, Josh and I have more. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are patterns. This is, we've seen this over and over. I mean, I, I'm hmm. not here to lie to anybody. No, it I doesn't understand. serve us. You know what I mean? And there's interesting people finding us these days. You know, Andrew Kaufman has found us, and he's talking about us a little bit. And there's cool people coming out of the woodworks. We're kind of hot right now because we have a different perspective. And the way the world is going right now, our perspective is giving people answers to their questions. Yeah, and the and answers make sense. People are really opening up to new ideas with this whole germ theory thing, right? And this, um, they're, un- yes. they're beginning to believe and see, Adam, that the jig is up on a lot of this stuff and everything, so much stuff we've been told is just not true. It's just not true. Yes. Not yes. True. And we want people to think for themselves. Yeah. Don't give your power to the doctor. There's a great clip I can show of Dad talking about this. Okay. Let me cruise through a couple more pictures sure. real quick and we can do uh, some questions and stuff. Emotions, we get the colors involved. This top left one, shape of the liver, this is actually end-stage liver cancer. Wow. This person passed away. And the red is an irritation, the black is necrotic, so there's no energy going through, the blue is a shock to the central nervous system. These are these are pictures that are telling a whole story. In the blood. Right? Wow. This is an anatomy picture of an inflamed appendix. There it is in the blood. His wow. appendix burst the next day. Wow. Right? Uh, lung, look at the lung in the blood. Notice the size next to the red cells, the organ, it's a big lung, it's a big organ in the body, it's a big hologram in the blood. Interesting. All right, the colon, look at this colon. We can actually still tell this person had to go to the bathroom. All right, that's the anatomy book. How does this happen? Right, the kidney. I mean, I took this picture and it's like, you get chills. What's the deal? The kidney is the organ of anxiety and fear. And this person came to us with so much anxiety, he thought he was crazy. We saw the blood and we said kidney, and he said he was born with one kidney atrophied. So, so these little pictures are in everybody's blood. Excuse me, but nobody's looking mm-hmm. and looking except you guys are looking. You can it's, it's you know, dirt. They say it's dirt. They say it's dirt. It's an artifact. Yes, and people are starting to look. And you know what? You got to be careful because I just saw a video from I saw videos uh, within the past six months from Australia and New Zealand. Uh oh, things they saw from the vaccine and the blood, and they're showing these damn holograms. Never before seen. And I responded, it's like, yeah, I've seen these for 20 years. Never before seen. And what are they? No one knows. Yeah, I know what they are. So people are sharing some interesting ridiculousness these days. The misinformation oh, yeah, is out of control. With the COVID thing, it's just been shedding and I don't know, you know, just on and on and graphene, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. No, get over it. Let's focus on health. Okay. <laughs> this is this is a cool picture. And this is our deal. People ask us about what's our thought, you know, and our thought is we don't think about that. You know, dad never talked about viruses. Um, and I can tell you about that in a minute, which was interesting. Uh, it's of no consequence to us. I'm healthy. And if you're healthy, you stay healthy. Things happen to us and we get affected and be be aware of what's going on. But Focus on being healthy. Don't get up every day and scan for what's wrong. Hmm. You're going to find something wrong. Get up and scan for what's right and Mm -hmm. think about what's awesome. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, this picture I got to talk about real quick. This one, this is a woman that worked for us. Uh, She was, she works for us now, actually. She was a client, but she went ice skating and she fell on the ice and hit her head. Okay. So she went to the hospital and afterwards she came to us and we looked at the blood because this is what we do. 
She said, what's in the blood? So dad looks at the blood and here's the neck and here's the head. And he says, I think you're hemorrhaging. And we sent her back to the hospital and the hospital said, oh yeah, you are. So she was hemorrhaging and they did all their cool fancy tests and did not. Didn't see it. Wow. Nope. But your dad saw it. So the blood, yeah. And he knew, the thing is, you know, he knew how to interpret it. He knew how to listen to the blood and see the person and what was going on. Some of these things are so obvious, it's ridiculous. This is a sonogram, which is funny. The person was pregnant and it matches um, the blood is the bottom and the sonogram is the top. But he looked at so many images. This person was six months pregnant. So there's the umbilical cord. Look at that. You know. Mm-hmm. That's Things a picture of the, the blood, blood of a pregnant woman and it's showing the fetus there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, it's the things we've seen have been ridiculous. Uh, let me get out of this for the moment so we can stop this. How do I stop my screen sharing now? Stop sharing. Stop the sharing? Stop no? the sharing. Okay. Do you still see my screen? Yeah, I see your screen now. Don't see you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna play this real quick. Okay. Uh, let me know if you can hear this. Can you hear that? No. When it plays? No. Let me try one more time real quick. So does that sound come through? No. Okay. All right. Then we'll forget about that for the moment. And I'll stop my sharing. And where am I? There Here I am. am. Okay, so people approach us, virus is happening, and they said, what's the deal? And I thought, I never heard Dad talk about it, ever. What's the deal? He talked about AIDS at one point and thought it was man-made because he didn't see a pattern. And it's interesting, I read Dad's book, Doctors Are More Harmful Than Germs, and he says, at one point, he's talking about hepatitis C as a virus, and he says, this woman had an IUD, and here's the deal, hepatitis affects the liver, the liver breaks down, we have inflammation. All right. No, that's not what dad saw. You know what he saw? He saw the IUD. You know what it does? It's create, created to design or designed to create inflammation. The IUD was in the blood. All right. It's designed to create inflammation. Dad thinks, was that inflammation, that backed up inflammation so powerful that it broke, started to break the liver down? The inflammation is the problem. The inflammation breaks the liver down, and then the liver has these symptoms that we start to label virus. Mm -hmm. The virus didn't cause the liver to break down and create inflammation. The inflammation caused the liver to break down and created the virus. It's totally backwards the way they're they're looking at this stuff. Wow. You know? Um, Yeah, so it's simple for us. Uh, We're not afraid. We did an experiment, Josh and I, during the beginning of the pandemic because we got locked down together. I took drops of my blood, three, three drops, put one drop on the router, the Wi-Fi router, okay? Another drop in the router on t- with tin foil, and a third drop in the other room. And after 24 hours, we looked at the blood and there was no change. That's very strange because we know that the, the routers, there's a big effect with this, you know, that's, mm-hmm. we know these yeah. things. Why is, there no, why is there very little change or no noticeable change? We did the same thing with my mother, our mother, and we noticed change. What's the difference? I'm younger. I'm doing my homework. I do my Qigong. I do the infrared mat behind me. I do my Qi machine and I do some good stuff. Uh, I am focused on supporting my terrain. My biofield is very strong and it's more impermeable. It's less permeable. Yeah, the idea is not to be afraid of these things. It's to strengthen to get our stronger. environment yeah. and terrain. I've had the same feeling yes. that this 5G and all that where I... I just know, I'm not bragging or anything, but I just know intuitively it can't hurt me. So I don't worry about yeah. it because it can. Uh, but So right. I think it's 
evolutionary you know it's just it's like yeah, yeah I, think, and, I think we have to be aware of it yeah we aware of it that's fine and we have little gadgets that help and they're fine and they work we, we can't live in fear we can't nah. be afraid we know people running off to the woods live in a tent you know that's right. and every time they pass a wi-fi tower they're freaking out yeah. and with, with those people you know internally you can look at the activity in the blood as your body's own electromagnetic frequency hmm. and everybody i ever saw who was really legitimately emf sensitive always had a snowstorm on their blood at all times so their own frequency was on overload so it didn't take much to really throw them into into shock at because that of their fear and angst about it that was the main cause the and main that's, cause that's part of it absolutely if yeah. the body's not working properly then you're you're living in sympathetic mode the body's always trying to heal Right, the body's never going to attack itself. Dad, Dad would say, "Never." Um, the word autoimmune, the word autoimmune is Orwellian. Yeah, Orwellian. Right, it's a, what we call a bullshit diagnosis. <laughs> <laughs> said, said very plainly by Josh. He uh, says, bullshit so, diagnosis. There's something wrong with the person, but the body's not attacking itself. It's striving for balance, and sometimes it works so hard, it works so hard on healing that eventually it breaks <clears> down. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's almost as if. Uh, a lot of these different things, whatever they be, chemtrails, 5G, it's almost like the the forces that are doing these things, they know they're just going to thin out the weakest. Uh, you know, they, yeah. they just kind of yes. know. They kind of know. They kinda yeah. Know. I, so, just, I said that a long time ago. It is going to weaken, weaken your system. So when we were living in Spain, right. um, we had friends who were into regenerative agriculture, and his property was literally surrounded by people who were salting the earth with glyphosates. Right? Ah, yeah. Roundup. Right, just salted earth around him, and his 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 place was green and plush. And dumbly, I asked, you know, that's uphill from you. Isn't that poison going to drift down onto your property? And he said, the soil's too strong. The poison can't affect it. <laughs> yes, my soil is too strong. Don't you love that? Don't you just love that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Strengthen your soil, and you know, Patrick, one of the most important things for health. Dad, con his conclusion was, was joy. Joy. When, when you get joy, the energy that you feel, just think about, if you could be any place in the world right now doing anything and money was not an issue, if you could think about that, most of the time people sigh, ah. Hmm. They just released some stagnation. Disease or disease cannot exist where there's no stagnation. Anything that helps you to relax is a big deal, right? Fight or flight, rest and recuperate. Get joy every day. And Misha Kohayashi from the Amoto Peace Project says, we have 60 to 80,000 emotional episodes a day, and 80% of them are negative. We need to practice joy, hmm. okay? Wow. And people, you have so much power. We have so much power in our own experience. That's what this whole thing, I think, is trying to take our power away. And so many people are ready to give their power away. That's easier for them. Yeah. You know, Dad said a few things. He said, uh, that clip I tried to show was, he said the germ theory has been a theory for over 100 years. It's a failure. They haven't found the cause or cure of one chronic disease in over 100 years. It's by definition, they define chronic. That means we can't fix you. Okay, and dad would say this too, if you're, if you're paying attention to your own experience. If your car had a transmission problem and your mechanic has never fixed a transmission in his whole life, would you take your car to him? Would you ask his expert opinion? Okay, and you're an expert in yourself. No one knows you better than anyone else. We lie to ourselves all the time. I'm fine. When we look at the blood, we pull up an image, and most of the time the client knows what it is before we tell them. And you see the image and you can't deny it. And Josh, you can talk about like MS. There's things when you see this, you can deny it and you're gonna keep going down that path. 
Hmm. If you get it, you can start to change the attitude, and things are going to really change. So when you take blood from someone, do you, so do you do these things uh, um, long distance? You do the blood long distance and then do sessions with people remote? Yes. Do you see a lot yes, of do things? Do you see a lot of little pictures? Or do you just mainly see the ones where the body is trying to say, do me next? It, it depends. Josh? It's all about, you, you see several pictures, and it's all about putting those puzzle pieces together. I see. So if I, if I see a giant platelet, I know there's trapped inflammation, um, but it doesn't always tell me the area. So, But if I see the uterus really close to it and then a scar, then I'm starting to look at maybe a surgery associated with the uterus that is causing the trapped inflammation. Mm-hmm. So it's about putting the puzzle pieces together at that point in time. Well, if I see the organ, I know the organ's not the cause. I don't believe the organ is ever the cause of the uh, of the main cause of your issues. There's always a reason the organ isn't working. What is the? So it's just telling me. Uh, yep. Why is it showing the or, or the? Oh, it's just showing the organ as as the symptom, right? Of the kidney or the it, liver. It, yeah, it's, it's showing a weak. It's showing the energy to the area is weak. So I have to put the puzzle pieces together to figure out why the energy to that area is compromised. So right. Why do you suppose? We evolved like this because we knew someday there'd be dudes like you looking at our blood. I mean, don't you think it's a trip that we do this? <laughs> I mean, it's like, whoa. Yes. Your body's yeah. trying to tell you things. Your body is literally, yeah. you know, come on. You go to the grocery store sometimes and you just want a grapefruit. You know, right. it's like we need to listen to our bodies. Um, I always want a hot fudge sundae, so there's that. Yeah, there's that. So yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but you listen. It's so interesting with diet how many vegetarians want to eat meat and they're not doing it you know and there was a lot of things dad saw imbalance wise that people think this is what they're supposed to do but the body is telling them something different yeah we need to listen to our bodies and and i think there's a huge disconnect between who we are as soul and what our little minds are telling us that we think we are patrick and josh and we're not okay we're spiritual beings right and when that disconnect is not when there is a disconnect, uh, and they call it a split mind, um, it's just not good because we're going to get sick until we wake up, right? We're going to get sick until yeah, we right. wake up, yeah. Yep. Okay. And, you know, the, and for us, day- the blood gives us a really in-depth view into what's going on internally. But, you know, you know acupuncturist is going to read your tongue, your eye, your ear, your foot. I'm an osteopath, a, I should say a traditional cranially osteopath who actually uses their hands, can put their hands on you and figure out these same things. The blood is just our tool for viewing into it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been easy for us because we never learned the wrong way. So we see patterns. We've people try to replicate. We've seen many people try to take credit for dad's work, but they've never been able to replicate <laughs> the actual results. So, right? so, so say you're an acupuncturist or a Chinese medicine person, and then you're reading tongues and pulses and stuff like that. Um, how do you know what to get to the cause or just to work on the organ sometimes just working on the organ will help you to the cause come out yeah well i'm that's, assuming it's too bad we question. don't have our, our sister there because she's she's an acupuncture okay. she can explain to you the whole process so yeah i'm sure they're going to see the weakness the holographic weakness and there's going to be different pieces of the puzzle in there too so it's not just going to be a liver chi deficiency there's going to be something else going on there too mm-hmm. that's hopefully going to help them direct their treatments as far as why the liver chi is deficient at that point in time? It's a good question, though. Yeah, but then then, then doing the liver chi or you know, whatever you're doing, sweating, and these kinds of things that we do, they're helping us to see the, the spiritual cause to this stuff because we're working from the bottom up? 
it's with the Chinese medicine, it's much more connected with the spiritual aspect, definitely. Mm -hmm. That's the Chinese, you know, it's been around for thousands of years. Um, The Ayurvedic experience, too. That's what Dad said. Dad said he he combined the three divine philosophies, which was acupuncture, which is the electrical experience of the body, which dealt with emotions as well. Osteopathy, which is the structural experience of the body, which Mm -hmm. deals with the energetic flow and the emotions as well. And then he was talking about home therapy because it was talking about the patterns and progressions of disease and understanding that. And he changed it later to homotoxicology. But you still, you've got your all-inclusive experience here. You've got the physical, the energetic, the emotional, and the spiritual all involved. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, for us, there's, this, there's the cancer rates. There's a site I found that shows cancer rates around the world. And there's a sliding thing, a slider. And you can slide over the last 30 years to show where places get red and cancer rates are getting worse. And the United States, I think, is number one now. And Mexico has some of the lowest cancer rates in the world. Really? Why is there a, why is there a line in the sand? Hmm. And there's hmm. so much more cancer right across the street over there. What's the difference in the lifestyle? Okay. In Mexico, things happen mañana. Mañana. You know, and over, yeah, in the States, it's run, 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 money, 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 money. And here, it's more like, let's make enough money so we can buy a piece of land and build a house. Hmm. You know, and then start to grow some food and then we can accumulate more money and get nice cars and stuff like that, you know, but it's, there's lower cancer rates. It's, there's lower stress. This is a whole thought process. When we get stressed, we get tense. We get tense, it inhibits circulation and respiration. It affects the structure of the body. So we need to relax. We need to practice joy. It's yeah. important. You know, the question for this these days for Josh and I is, there's so many problems. We are here to talk about what you can do for solutions. Mm-hmm. And everyone is different. Everyone needs to align the car. And everyone needs to be active. You know, if you sit, we're animal and mineral or vegetable. We're not supposed to be vegetables, right? And disease cannot exist for there's no stagnation. So get some joy. Get up and exercise. Think about what you're eating. Um, Life can be very simple and you can be healthy. This is what our message is. This is what we teach people. In in your work, do you then work with folks on the, you know, the more spiritual to uh, see where maybe uh, past traumas and help them to to release those you, is that yes. part of your work yeah. as well yeah and that's you you, you you have to they have to be aware of the past trauma that led to the physical issue in the first place mm-hmm. so as we work on the physical it helps them process that emo- old emotional trauma they have to be aware of it if they deny that there was a problem with that conflict then they're not going to be able to fix the problem and that's where adam talked about we had ms lots of multiple sclerosis clients and they all had a pattern there's always a pattern to disease, although people took different paths to get there. And MS, the people were always the nicest people you'd ever meet, but they'd smile on the outside and the body would break down internally. Mm-hmm. So the one client, um, her husband uh, left her for a younger girl, a small town, flaunted it all over town, and she said it wasn't a problem. She would just sit there and smile. And she went all, all around the world. She saw us for a few weeks. No, nobody could touch her because she would just sit there and smile and bear it, basically. Uh, on the other hand, at the same time, my my friend's uh, my friend's uh, fiance died as a result of injuries from his bachelor party, right? And six months later, her dog and her father die on the same day. Now six months later, she's got lesions on her brain. She's got MS. Wow. So as we talked about, as my dad talked about it with her, she got it, right? So now the treatments could work, and she skis five days a week now. So overall, in simplistic terms, when we have grief that seems like we're still grieving, but we just want to get into that situation that 
was allegedly in the past. Of course, there is no time, so it's just now one hologram, right? So, so just work through it and grieve and whatever it takes to before your gets squeaky clean. Yes. Just gets squeaky yeah. clean. Yes. Sort of we see those emotions. If you eat it, we're going to see it later. There's a great quote from King of the Hill. It was a cartoon, and uh, he's teaching the girl to eat her emotions. And he, she goes, he goes, just swallow it. She says, now my stomach hurts. And he says, great, it's working. <laughs> so you swallow the emotion, and then your stomach hurts. You know, um, But we put it in there till later, and then it comes out when the body's ready to deal with it. If we can learn to be with these emotions, we're emotional beings. Be with we them. have to. Just be with them. Yeah. yeah we have to have sadness to have joy you know so appreciate that and then when something happens be with it and for us to say something like i have i'm sad it's not that i'm sad i have grief in me at the moment and to be able to be sad or angry and then not react out of that emotion that's like an eckhart tolle i think thing i think um, i'm angry no i have some anger in me at the moment and you start to separate yourself from it you be with it you release animals ducks will fight with each other and then as soon as they're done, they turn around, they quack, and they shake. They yeah. quack it they off. They just do it. Okay? Right. Animals, rabbits, they shake. They shake it off. And we don't. We just live in this this right. fight or flight experience. Well, so and that's, that's our, our goal these days with our, with our academy is we're not really doing the one-on-one interaction with clients. We're not treating people really anymore. We're doing consultations on occasion and sending them in a certain direction that can help. But the goal with the academy is to teach people how the body works so they can take care of themselves. So it's just to educate and empower. So we're doing monthly webinars. You know, we're sending out information for people to subscribe. Oh, cool. And it's basically teaching people how to take care of themselves. So they don't have to come see us at some point to get their blood looked at. So they don't have to go to their doctor. Right? So it's just about, it's all about education at this point in time. And what dad learned in medical school is what he was taught is education was wrong. <laughs> Right, and we've tried to work with practitioners in the past, but they don't want to hear their education was wrong. So at this point, it's about working with people, educating them on how the body works and things they can do to help themselves so they don't get sick in the first place. Yeah, we were did a little thing on Facebook this morning, and you could probably talk to uh, I don't know ten thousand doctors and tell them about the germ theory that it's just not true, and probably ninety eight percent of them would say, no, no, it's it's true. I. I Learn that in school. You know, they go through 10 yeah. years of school, and what are they going to do? Of course they're going to believe in the germ theory. I, they you, pay a lot of money. It's very know, valuable yeah. to them. You know? It's like yeah. a religion, you know. Just Of course. Yep. Of course. Well, can you imagine going through seven years of schooling and working with people and people and people and people for years and years and then realizing you're wrong? Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, it's not easy. I did something. I had an image, images that we thought were stem cells, which was interesting. For five, six years, I was going, look at this. This is, I think this is stem cells. And then I found out recently, as we were looking at analyzing some inoculation substances and other things, I found out it was salt. <laughs> and I thought, oh, but you know what? I feel better knowing that now I can say that yeah. and be humble about yeah. the fact that I was wrong. And this is a big deal. Dad taught us to be honest about what we know and what we don't know. What we don't know. And Patrick, there's, you know what? With what's going on these days, we've done some things. Behind the scenes, we're out there. We're around. And there's people referred to us. I have done some studies on some of these substances, and I have debunked some things. Okay? And you know what? The people that uh, I shared the information with weren't interested. Hmm. Um, I did a video once, and I sent it through by Andrew Kaufman. I said, what do you think of this? He said, you're right. He said, no one's going to want to hear it because it doesn't fit their story. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because it's people on our side that are trying to prevent people from going through this experiment. 
they're sharing this information. I come up and I go, hey, look what I found. And they go, who are you? Where, where, where did you get that? And where are you talking? You're accusing us of lying and that. Yeah. Right. And it's like, they're making bad guesses on what they see in the blood to yeah. reinforce what they believe is true in their narrative. Yeah. So, so right then, whether they're right or wrong, you can't take anything that seriously that they say at that point in time because they're coming from a place of dishonesty. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's a habit. Yeah, we've seen people where um, I won't mention their name. I don't want to gossip, but they just know that they identified and isolated the AIDS virus with Fauci back in the eighty, and they didn't. You know, they didn't. I mean, it's a great video. But but it's (laughs) like no, they're not. They're just not going to. They're not going to let that go because they they know because no. it's just ego sure. and and just a waste of time. You know, we've got to. Well, yeah. well, I appreciate what's going on, honestly. Sure. For me, right now, this is one of the best years of my life. Okay, I've been forced to move, not really forced. I made a choice, yeah. and I'm living in Mexico. And I love it. It's awesome. The quality of life here is awesome. Okay. And right now, Patrick, the whole world knows something that's so important. There is nothing more valuable than your health. And the money you have doesn't make a difference. So if this pandemic is true and there's something killing everyone, you need to learn to be healthy. Damn it. And I appreciate people being conscious of that. I really think that there's three types now. People that believe what they were told, people that don't, and people that don't know what to believe. And the ones that don't know are looking for answers. And when they find us, we have answers that make sense. So I appreciate whoever created this ridiculousness for helping so many people wake up. Oh, yeah. You know, and if we go spiritual on this, I appreciate the souls that came in at this time to sacrifice themselves so the rest of us could wake up. And I do see such a shift. It's exciting. This is new paradigm time. Germ theory is a failure. This is the terrain paradigm. If you want to know, look at nature. There's truth in nature. All right. It's been here longer than us or it's been here before us and be here longer than us. We might not be here long if we don't learn to be symbiotic with nature. Yeah. So this is the terrain paradigm. I'm so thrilled with people coming your way now and what you're sharing. You know, there's a lot of great stuff, but I, I want people to be careful with what they hear. Don't just take someone's word for it. Yeah. For Josh and I, don't just take our word for it. Go try things. Go get some body work. Go find a 100% structural osteopath and get some damn joy every day and see how your life starts to change. Well, you know, that's one thing I think that many of us, um, we, we pass over the idea that, you know, the upper cervical and all that, boy, that, you know, they call it the mouth of God and you can get some of that work and some pretty amazing things can happen, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Ooh, yes. Yeah. And it... And interesting, as you showed one commercial of, uh, I think it was the infrared or right before that, yeah, with Dr. Yeah. Thomas Rao talking. Yeah, Thomas Rao, yeah. He was the one that uh, learned from Dad, and he was the one that did the study on the breast cancer patients with the teeth. Oh, really? Thomas Rao did it? Really? Is yeah. he still around? Oh, yeah. Is he still around? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Hmm. It's uh, not part of our world at this point, yeah. um, but our world is, is, is getting better every day, and I really am thrilled with anyone who's listening to you well. these days. Well, I've never been happier than my my life. You know, it's just my life is just so amazing. It's like I can't even, can hardly stand it. You know, just great. You look happy. I do. Yeah, <laughs> and I I'm I'm writing my own book. It takes a long time to get young. I think 
just so you know, I think the uh, the whole aging thing is a scam. I think that's all made up. I think that's the only reason okay. we age is because we think we're supposed to, uh, pretty much for the most part. Yes, uh, I tell people I'll get older, but I'll never grow up. No, right? I mean, we're not growing up, you know. So you get a few little miles on these bodies. Who's, who's, who cares? Well, guys, yes. it's a pleasure and honor to have you. It's BeaglesonAcademy.com. You should go there and check out your work, right? Yes, please. We've, we're, we've got our School of Health we just launched a few weeks ago. We're doing webinars with some awesome people. And we've got our terrain course, the terrain introduction to the terrain paradigm through the Bigelson method of holographic blood. That's pretty. Starting next month. It's a mouthful. And how long does the course go for? How does it go? Course is going to be 13 weeks. Uh, we're doing a webinar each week. The holographic blood is the textbook. And I have hours of video from my dad that has never been seen before as I interviewed him on the whole book. So dad is ready to teach, basically. Wow. Um, so that's a whole really course. And the name of the course again is? The Introduction to Terrain Paradigm Through the Biggleson Method of Holographic Blood. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terrain Paradigm course. Terrain Paradigm course. Um, and it starts next month. On our website. And it starts next yes. month. So you go on uh, every week and you do a thing or once a month or? Yes, every week we're doing that for the terrain course, for the School of Health. We're on twice a month. We've got one interview a month and then one Q&A lecture. And then we're also trickling out different content from dad and things like that, too. Cool. So, you know, I, I was an elementary school teacher for a long time. So I'm back in school teaching, giving people homework, giving people tools. Hmm. That's the idea. Educating and empowering, giving you tools so you can go do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks. Really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on I'm the show. Yeah. Anytime. Much pleasure. May the blessings be. See you all soon. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Right. Patrick Tempone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Let me see if I can make this thing work. Yeah, what's well, great stuff, huh? Man, great stuff. We talk more about these things, the spiritual, mental, emotional, and it's just uh, one, as, they, as I'll tell you, a hologram. It's just one thing. So everything that we think and everything that we believe is in our body at that very moment because, in my opinion, the, the body is just a thought form. Just, just a thought. So your thoughts looking pretty good today. Good for you. Okay, kids, I'll see you tomorrow. Sean's, uh, Sean Stone, he's going to be here, filmmaker and uh, blogger and really interesting fellow, uh, the son of uh, Oliver Stone. And then also uh, Martin Armstrong will be here tomorrow too. So... Thank you. Two more days left with the uh, pine pollen sale and also the sauna sale. Two more days through tomorrow night. So I love you guys. Thank you. Appreciate your help and your support. Uh, may the blessings be. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.